0: Thank you for tuning in to The Right Stuff, a show about readers and writers for readers and writers. I am Rachel A.G. Gilman, a writer, wanderer, and also your humble host. Each week, I will be speaking with a new writer, and then they'll give us a special reading of their work. So let's get started. Today, I'm joined by Deborah Landau whom I met when I interviewed her for the rundown here on WNYU about her participation in Music Words with Ina Phallix. Deborah's most recent collection of poetry, The Uses of the Body, was featured on NPR's All Things Considered and named one of the 16 most exciting books of 2015 by BuzzFeed, a book we can't wait to read by Vogue, and in the top eight new books to savor by O Magazine. Her work has appeared in the Paris Review, Tin House, The New Yorker, Poetry, The Best American Erotic Poems, The Wall Street Journal, and The New York Times. And her poems have been widely anthologized. She teaches in and directs the creative writing program here at New York University. Thanks for joining me, Deborah. Thanks for having me. How did you get interested in writing?
1: I always loved poems since I was a child. And so I was always reading poems and I was always writing poems. It just seemed um the most natural and um engaging way of understanding the world and processing <laughs> this crazy life we li- we live.
0: What's your process like?
1: Um okay, so I am super busy. I teach here, I direct a, a program here that's actually multiple programs and I have three kids and a dog. So um, there's not a lot of time sort of to laze in a meadow thinking about Wordsworth. But I try to um, block off an hour every morning just for writing, you know, at least an hour where no matter what, I'm at my desk and I don't schedule a dentist appointment. I don't text a friend. I don't have a snack. I don't watch a movie. I have to be at my desk. So just kind of cordoning off that hour Every day has been kind of the key to writing these three books while working full-time and living full-time.
0: Is there one piece of advice you would give anyone who is interested in writing?
1: Read as much as you can. Everything you need to know about writing you can learn by reading great work by other writers.
0: Is there a book or an author who has changed your perspective on writing?
1: Well, getting back to the question about how I started writing, um, when I was 13 years old, my mother gave me a book of Anne Sexton's Love Poems, which was a very heady book for a 13-year-old to read, and I just I fell in love with it. So um, she was my first poet love, Anne Sexton, and then from there, um, you know, lots of other kinds of writers, Wall Stevens and John Berryman and Keats and all that came later. But Sexton was the first
0: So what are you going to be reading
1: for us today? I will read some poems from my new book called The Use of the Body.
2: Swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Open up a beer and you say get over here and play a video game I'm in his favorite sundress, watching me get undressed Take our body downtown I say you the bestest, leaning for a big kiss Put his favorite perfume on, go play your video it's you, it's you, it's all for you. Everything I do, I tell you all the time. Heaven is a place on earth for you. Tell me all the things you want to do. I heard that you like Stars living for the fame, oh, kissing okay. in the blue dark, playing, pulling wild dots. Video games, you're right? right. He holds me in oh, his big arms, talking. I am seeing stars, this is all I think of. Watching all our friends fall in and out of old clothes. This is my idea of fun playing video It's you, it's you, it's all for you Everything I do I tell you all the time Heaven is a place on earth with you Tell me all the things you wanna do I heard that you like the bad girls, honey Is that true? It's better than I ever Only with living, if somebody is loving you, baby, now you do. It's you, it's you, it's all for you. I do I tell you all the time heaven is a place on earth with you tell me all the things you want to do i heard that you like the bad girls honey is that true yeah. it's better than I Maryland
1: University So here's a poem for my new book, and it appeared recently in The New Yorker under the title Solitaire. One summer there was no girl left in me. It gradually became clear. It suddenly became. In the pool I was more heavy than light, pockmarked and flabby in a floppy hat. What will my body be when parked all night in the earth? Midsummer, breathe in, breathe out. I'm not on the oxygen tank. Twice a week we have sex. The lithe girls' poolside, I see them at their weddings, I see them with babies, their hips thickening, I see them middle-aged. I can't see past the point where I am. Like you, I'm just passing through. I want to hold on a while, don't want to knot or forsake, don't want to be laid gently or racked raw. If I retinol, if I marathon, if I vitamin C... If I crimson my lips and streakish my hair, if I wax, exfoliate, copulate beside the fish-slicked sea, fill me, I'm cold, fill me, I'm halfway gone. Would you crush me in the stairwell? Could we just lie down? If the brakes don't work, if the pesticides won't wash off, if the seventh floor pushes a brick out the window and it lands on my head, if a tremor... Menopause, cancer, ALS. These are the ABCs of my fear. The doctor says, I don't have a pill for that, dear. Well, what would be a cure-all, ladies? Gin and tonics on a summer night? See you in the immortalities. Oh, blurred, oh, tumble rush of days we cannot catch. Here is a linked poem to that poem. It's the first poem in the book, and it's called I Don't Have a Pill for That. Which is the favorite saying of a favorite doctor of mine. I don't have a pill for that. It scares me to watch a woman hobble along the sidewalk, hunched adagio leaning on. There's so much fear, I could draw you a diagram of the great reduction. All of us will soon be way back when. The wedding is over. Summer is over. Life please explain. This book is nearly halfway read. I don't have a pill for that, the doctor said. So I'm going to read now an excerpt of a sequence from the book. Um, The book consists of linked lyric sequences, uh, little sections that don't have titles, and there's, there's kind of narratives that emerge, and I'm going to be skipping around a little bit, and this is from a section called Mr. and Mrs. End of Suffering. The uses of the body are manifold, lips, fingers, the back of the neck. One should make as full a use as possible before time's up. In paradise, you should appreciate, don't squander. Take a deep, juicy bite, then swallow. Peaches are meant for tasting. In paradise, we lay and many afternoons brought pleasure and relief. Men look at me like they have the thing I want. That somber, hungry force field smack on. It lies there. Is he aware? I cannot see where this will end. I can see where I need to go, but never get there. When I lie in bed, my limbs go numb. When the sky darkens. The urge is there, but also the mandate to tamp it down. Always the urge, always the mandate. You're still young, Paul says, but youth will burst all at once and be gone forever. The uses of the body are wake up, the uses of the body illusion, the uses of the body rinse, repeat, to make another body, September, draw the blanket up, lace your shoes, the major and minor passions, sunlight, hair, the basic pleasures, tomatoes, Keats, meeting a smart man for a drink. The uses of the body. It's only a small house. It gets older. It's upper and lower. It's red and white trim. It's tempting to gloss over this part, so you won't really see me. The uses of the body are heavy and light, bellinis, cradles, carousels, biopsies, sobriety, sensible shoes. I'm cozy. I am full of want until chest pain, until a heavy cramp, the pain of form. See how caught up we are in our habitual flying patterns until we have to look the unfair doctor in the eye. The genitals are irrelevant then. Dr. Rakowski, what was it you said? Before you have kids, you get a dog. Then when you get a baby, you wait for the dog to die. When the dog dies, it's a relief. When your babies aren't babies, you want a dog again. These sad things, they have to be. I go into the kitchen thinking to sweeten myself. Boiled eggs won't do a thing. Oysters, Lysol, peanut butter, gin. Big baby face getting fed. I'm 20. I'm 30. I'm 40 years old. A friend said, listen, you have to try to calm down.
0: Thank you so much to Deborah for joining us today. If interested in checking out more of Deborah's work, you can head on over to Deborah Landau, D E B O R A H L A N D A U dot net. If you have any questions or if you'd like to be featured as a writer on the show, shoot me an email at rachelg at wnyu dot org. Until next time, I'm Rachel AG Gilman and this has been the right stuff on wnyu.org.
2: If you got your lovers and your friends and you got that horn inside your chest and if you're happy with yourself It's the story.